BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What do you guys think? Listen, if you, if you can't laugh sometimes, you're going to cry. So I got my Padres overalls on from FOCO. Click the Very link nice. pins in the chat. All right. Wow. I'd Look stand up, but. <laughs> you can't stand up because they're too tight on you, I bet, huh? Bro, these things are great. These, you got I, a pair too. You, I know I did. And you have to wear them to Blind Burrow on Friday. I may. I seriously may. I, it's the best I, thing I that's happened do. since the Giants series. Actually, it's the best thing that's happened since the Rays series, to be honest with you, because the Giants series was shit. Like, seriously, like, the month of June, like, <laughs> this is the best part of, like, the last month, even though we're now in July. Um, John and Jim with you here on the Wrap-Up Show. If you're here, please subscribe. Tonight's the night, by the way. We're going to get to 5,000 subscribers because of you guys. We're, we're literally, yes. like, a dozen away. So, seriously, if you're here, um, you're playing a role in helping us get to 5,000 subscribers. This is incredible. This is an amazing community. Of Padres fans, win or lose, good times or bad times, please subscribe if you're here. We'd love to get to 5,000 tonight and celebrate with you all. When we hit 5,000 officially, smash the like button for us. You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Uh, we appreciate the Super Chats. We really do. It's a great way to support our work. You can click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all of the Supers tonight. This is more about... Really, the quotes, I mean, Peter Seidler's interview with Kevin Acey, Josh Hader, what he told Kevin Acey about his usage again this weekend. But Peter Seidler really doubling down in his backing of A.J. Preller, um, you know, a vote of confidence really for his general manager, despite the fact that the Padres, Jim, are coming home 78 games to play, eight games under 500, eight and a half games out of a playoff spot, seemingly, you know, in a tailspin. But according to Peter Seidler, the general manager is not only safe, um, He's safe, period, per the, per the owner. Why should we be upset? I mean, this is what excellence looks like, John. What you're That's watching right. right now from the Padres and what you've watched for the last nine years, one playoff appearance in a real season and one in, one in nine seasons and no NL West Division championships and, and no players drafted that became all-stars and, 
and potentially three collapses and you know horrible seasons in a nine-year span four managers like this is what excellence looks like and and honestly here after reading that i'm not even mad anymore because this is this is what we should be watching we should be watching disappointment because that is what was described to me through peter seidler as excellence okay so you hate you okay so just <laughs> let's not make any bones about it you you hate the quotes, you take exceptions to the quotes, you despise the quotes, you are flabbergasted by the quotes. The one thing about Peter Seidler that you have to love is his optimism, okay? You don't want to have an owner that is like me, right? Who just, anything goes wrong, it's just end of the world, right? You don't want that type of owner. You want a level-headed guy you want somebody that isn't going to make these drastic changes on the fly and and go and firing people left and right and 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 I I get that. On the flip side, I want my owner to also have awareness. I want the owner of the team to understand what's kind of staring him right in the face that he seemingly at least I'm going off of these quotes and maybe these are just all smoke screens and whatnot, but knowing Peter Seidler, it's highly doubt it. I want my owner to be aware and I want my owner to understand like, okay, common denominator here. Uh, what is the main problem? And if the main problem is not AJ Preller, then I, I don't know what he's looking at. So yeah, the quotes did bother me. I didn't like them. I thought that was uh, what he said about AJ Preller was um, really off base. It just I thought it was, um, and I like Peter, but I, I thought that honestly, I thought some of his quotes were delusional. <laughs> to be real with you, and uh, the fact that um, he can't understand like who is the only guy that's been here in the last nine years um, that has been in charge of everything to bring it to where it is today. I'm not saying it's like this complete train wreck, but it feels like one at this moment in time. Um, I just don't understand why there has to be this glowing praise of AJ Preller when he has accomplished, frankly, nothing besides one playoff appearance in nine seasons in a regular season, every regular year, which of course is, was last year, but here's the thing. I would I don't even read into what he's saying. As crazy as that sounds, I don't even read into what he's saying because yes, it's a vote of confidence. Yes, it's a full backing. But this it's, season, full, it's literally like AJ, I, if I go away and then the franchise is yours. <laughs> I mean, AJ Preller did the same thing for his manager Jay Stingler last year, and it doesn't matter. And he gets rid of him because there's pressure and there's outside influence and there's. This is only a half-season report card. If at the end of the year they win 70 games, it's going to look different than if they win 87 games. And we don't know what's going to happen. According to Peter Seidler, he thinks this is still a playoff team. By the way, neither Seidler nor Preller fully were willing to say that Bob Melvin will be back in 2024. So that was something of interest to me. Um, so neither of them have said within the last 48 hours that Bob Melvin will be back in 2024. They weren't critical at all. Of Bob Melvin, but I, I just I would say this. I mean, it's it's the halfway point, and yeah, it's glowing praise of his general manager. But I heard glowing praise of a manager last year, and the manager was fired. <laughs> you know, so I don't take it as gospel. I just don't. The reason why I do is because he 
after 2021, which was horrific, he said almost the same things about him. And he stayed around. And, and that, that was, was after 2021. Right. And yes, 2022 did happen. It's it's like the crowning achievement of this franchise of the last 20 years. But you can't live off one as NLCS appearance and expect that to give you, you know, a grace period of how many years? Like you, you can't back up an NLCS run with spending the most money in franchise history on a payroll and missing the postseason. Like you just can't. And then you also have to factor in like his history here. It's not just two years of what he's been doing. It's nine seasons, nine. Are we, I'm not going to discredit nine years because they made the NLCS run last so, season. Chill, so. A couple of things, a couple of things. <laughs> It's it's not nine seasons under Seidler, and the first few seasons they weren't supposed to do anything. Okay, you can say they had a nice winter meeting in 2015, and they were going. I mean, let's be honest, they, they were rebuilding for the first four years of his tenure. Were, were they not? I mean, I was here. They were rebuilding. I recall it. They were legit rebuilding. Everyone was understanding of it. Nobody said they were going to make the postseason in 2016 or 2017. We have freaking newspaper on the floor. My dog is digging on it. Hold it's on. okay. Move the newspaper. Get a job. Look at this. Pay rent. Um, So they were, listen, I mean, it's like, yeah, the expectations the last four years have been to win. And, you know, they've won. They've either won or they failed miserably. That's the last four years. 2020, they won. 2021, they failed miserably. 2022, they won. 2023, they're going to fail miserably. You know, and I get it. I'm with you. I think that if at the end of the season they're out and they failed miserably, that's too, too many times to fail miserably in the decade of the 2020s, which is the decade of the Padres. But I would say let it play out because things can change. I mean, the season's not over. Peter Seiler can change his mind. You're right. You're right. But, like, I just don't see it happening. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He does. When he speaks, he sounds pretty... Yeah. Like, it, do you know because, Peter Sather's a guy to go back and forth? It's pretty unwavering. I mean, like you, you, you've you've seen the tweets on this though. Like, hey, I'm all for continuity, and you know, you know, I'll make a change. But, but then it's like they've changed everything else, Jim. I mean, they've changed managers, they've changed players, they've changed coaches. Right. So why can't they change general managers? Yeah, that that to me, it just kind of it's just, um, not hypocritical is the right word, but. Um, just not understanding like the things you're saying are easily can be viewed as like, wait, you really, you really think that's what the, what is what you're doing here is because you're keeping AJ Preller around and I'm not firing AJ Preller right now because look, you just got a draft and you have a trade deadline and you have to keep AJ Preller and you have to keep Bob Melvin for the rest of the season. And there is always that caveat of yes, they could magically turn this thing around and make the postseason. But with that being said, the trend lines just look horrific. And I mean, still, what, nine, eight games out of a playoff spot with 79 to go? Eight and a half with 78. You're, you're always off. I know. I'm it's always like... off. <laughs> Move the newspaper. There's so much newspaper. Kristen's idea for a pee pad, which hasn't worked. He just digs on it. Because, you know, there's these things that pet... Uh, at a Petco, they're actual like pee pads, not like just well. Pads. We bought those too. 
He's literally obsessed with these newspapers. Do you want to go like move them real quick? Not really. Dude. I remember my first time digging. I remember my first time being a dog. Look at this. Pee pad. Oh, that doesn't work. Yeah. They only work for like newborns. This like dog is this dog is oh yeah. 50 years Sullivan. old. Sullivan. Let's get to some of these supers. Let's get to some of these supers. Uh guys, if you're here, subscribe. Have we where are we at, Jim, in subscribers? It's a great question. Um, hold on, because we are very close to five thousand. Right, guys, we're fourteen away, guys. Fourteen away. Come on, we're fourteen we, away. If you're watching this right now and you're you not want to celebrate live, please subscribe. Um, get us to five thousand tonight, so we can celebrate with you. Yeah. If, if all two hundred and sixty-six people watching right now are subscribed, then that's great. But Possibly. if you're in here and you're not subscribed, just hit the subscribe button. Um, we'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you very right. much. Thank you. That was a good, that was a good plea yeah. uh, by Jim. All right, let's start with this. And guys, if you're here, please subscribe. And also, we appreciate the Super Chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Really do appreciate your support of our work. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all of your comments, and you can uh, interact with us here tonight on the wrap-up show. Kind of control the direction of the conversation as well. Okay, here are the quotes. Hey, so cheeseburger, I don't, have, th- I don't have freaking overalls. Chill out. <laughs> Put someone in. Wait, who said that? somebody in the chat saying put on overalls and i'll resubscribe i don't have them john has them yeah i have jim's overalls in my home they yes, literally I arrived don't have them i physically can't put them on maybe yesterday but i haven't seen jim since yesterday um a couple of things jd gotcha thanks for hanging out with us on friday at fair play and thank you for the cookie which i've already eaten um he says hater got uh, get over yourself refuse to go two innings joked okay here are the quotes because jim yeah, hasn't even me. seen these uh, this is from Kevin Ace in his notebook. In that the Padres' playoff aspirations are wheezing, it could be argued that Friday night's game was important enough to call for him to be stretched out after the Padres took a two-run lead in the 10th. This is the quote from Hader. I wasn't comfortable with it. Hader said when asked why he did not go longer than one inning, obviously we're all banged up in the bullpen. We're hurting. We got time back today, but it just wasn't right. First of all, he was off for 10 days before that outing. Of the 11 pitchers in the major leagues with 16 or more saves this year, Hater's the only to not have made, um, not to have a save of four outs or more, essentially is what he's saying. So now I wasn't overly uncomfortable with it. And we talked about this Friday in the moment. He threw 20 pitches in that one inning. He hadn't thrown for 10 days. I didn't see him throwing 40 innings or 40 pitches, not 40 innings. That'd be a lot. Um, So, but he says he wasn't comfortable with it. I tried to make the argument on Friday for him that needing to pitch another inning, but then you look at the factors like you said and, and not pitching for 10 days and throwing 20 pitches in, in the inning. Um, it made sense why he didn't pitch a second inning. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but is anything new like we knew he wasn't going to go two innings he's not going to go two innings the only time he's going to ever go more than three outs is in a postseason game yeah which he did last year against the dodgers so it's just not going to happen and also i mean i'm not going to call him selfish but if you look at what haters dealing with right now free agent year number one um he's going to get traded the trade deadline number two and they're on a losing team so if you want to call him selfish, call him selfish. 
but um, but he'll be laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> but he'll make a hundred million dollars at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, and, think about it. And, and, and I'm with you. I want the yeah. I, listen. Everyone wants to see the Padres win, but if, if this guy gets hurt, he's literally going to cost himself ninety percent of them. Uh, maybe not, but you know, what I mean, if if it's an elbow situation or shoulder, like he he's got nothing guaranteed beyond this year. Mm-hmm. Nothing, not a penny. And he's doing and for when he's in there, he's been amazing. I'll take away a couple outings here yeah, and there. Very good. But, you know, there's an all he's an all-star for a reason. He's one of the best closers in the game for a reason. He's just not going to tax himself and go pitch multiple innings um, in the regular season. It's just not going to happen. So, I mean, it's kind of is what it is. And I'm, I'm and it, it has to be a situation which Bob Melvin actually talked about today. Where, okay, we have to, because of this, you know, we are going to have to pick and choose where we use him. And after the game, he said the plan was for Nick Martinez to pretty much, if they kept the tie there instead of give it the two run homer, pitch the ninth inning, hopefully get that lead in the 10th, and then use Josh Hader in the bottom of the 10th. Like that was the plan today. today. Yeah, today. Which goes against the plan for Friday. Right. But hey, he, he knows that he can't trust anybody else right now at the back of the pen. True, so, but it's like, okay, so you're willing to lose in nine then go to ten? <laughs> at least you have a guy <laughs> out there that you semi-trust with Nick Martinez. And I, Other I, than trust, the fact that he's been awful. No, I know. He's been horrific. And I don't know why they didn't keep Cosgrove in the game today. That was, an, was another bad move by Melvin that didn't work out in his favor. He's just got has no feel. No feel. I, that's the first thing I thought of, John. Is and that again, it, it, I did too. For a moment. But again, I get it. Okay, Cosgrove walks whoever it was. Fairchild. Okay. He's given up one earned run all that's, year. I know. It's like, okay, there's two outs, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, I don't know. It's like Mr. I, I, trustworthy, which has been Bob Melvin. Now you're getting like the quick trigger. And the only but, thing I can think of. You, you didn't go to Hater. Like, if you're going I to Hater, they're great. And he gives up a two-run home run. You live with it. You Is didn't he, go to Hater. All right, this is the only thing I can think of about Cosgrove. And he such bullshit. He picks up the loss today. I mean, that's so stupid. Yeah, because of the walk, yeah. Um Okay, I was wrong. I thought this was his first outing back, but he pitched yesterday's blowout game. This is by the way, typical fucking Padres, right? Yeah, exactly. Typical, typical frauds. Go out there and score 15 runs the next day. You fucking manage to only get three. Like, give me a break. That's why they're not serious. And, and they didn't score a run until two outs in the eighth inning. Right. Back-to-back home runs. Right. And they fought a little bit in the ninth, but still didn't. They did. Was, no, they was, did. And there yeah. was the bad strike out of um, Bogarts. Yeah. But, but he should have struck out on the pitch before that. Well, anyway. that's, and he didn't have a good game, and he's not no. playing well. And, and again, we can we, you can parse down any one plate appearance or at bat where you could just say they didn't show up <laughs> really by and large offensively in game three and and – you know, like, to lose another series, you could say they fought. Listen, I, I actually think, Jim, there's some things to like. Friday was back and forth. I agree. I agree. It, it, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, they, they did show us something. Mm-hmm. Saturday, they scored. Sunday, they could have rolled over down 2 nothing. They could have rolled over down 4-2. So they're showing you something, but yeah. it's not really show me something season. No. It's, and it's win or, or, or else. And unfortunately, they're losing. Right. And, you know, it's it's nice of Manny to pad his stats on Saturday, but on Friday and Sunday completely not show up. Same thing with Bogarts. The only two guys, actually there's only three people in this lineup that I give a shit about offensively. It's Kim Tatis and Soto. Everyone else is, Hey, 
We're up 10 to one. Let me hit a fucking three run homer. to Give me some stats. Like that's good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the move today by the Cosgrove move didn't make any sense. I was like, why the fuck are you taking him out? Like he threw how many pitches did he throw? It couldn't have been a lot. Um, through 15 pitches. Like yeah, I was going to say like 12. I mean, and, and honestly, Pedro Avila, yep. credit to him. Kept if we're, a minute. If we're gonna, kept a minute. No um, Tim Hill remains to be a disaster. Uh, and Morhone pitched pretty well. Yep. So worked out of trouble. I just, again, no feel for Melvin right now. He's pulling all the wrong strings and everything is working again in his, against him. I don't think he'll be here, by the way. And I don't know why. I, and I'm not saying it's the organization's decision. It might be his decision. I don't see it. I don't, I don't see the fit right now. Well, it I has just to be, don't. Well, it has to be his decision. Because I know I agree with you. I agree. But I'm telling you, I don't, I just don't see it. I don't see someone that wants to be here and I don't blame them. <laughs> and let me get to this super from Rocket. Thank you, Rocket. Rocket says, all for defending Bowmel, but I just knew Martinez was going to blow it. This is what we're talking about. And Sidler's comments about Preller are so out of touch, which we've been talking about. But yeah, listen, uh, you know, it's not fair to say Bob Melvin's the reason why this team is where this team is, but he's had really some bad strategical moments over the last month. I'd say from San Francisco on, there's three or four games. You can second, triple, quadruple guess. Yeah. Um, and I just don't feel like he needs this, to be honest with you. I mean, you, you're going to win 72 games this year, and then he's coming back for what? Yeah, does he, he, really, need, does he really need the headache of dealing with A.J. Priller on a daily basis? Does he really need the headache of dealing with probably a moody clubhouse and Manny Machado? Like, does he really need the headache of that? I, I don't 20 think 20-something years in? I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I think that um, if you look at Bob Melvin – at the start of 2022 and then whenever he's finished with the Padres, you're gonna be like that guy aged a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like being president. Yeah. <laughs> like right. the shit I'm sure he has to deal with behind the closed doors is just not fun. Yeah. Even, even last year too. Doors. Even last year too. Just a lot of bullshit. Even on the field, it's not that fun right now. No. Um, Delta J4, thank you for the super. I know he was at the game today. I know Delta J4, you had tweeted me. That's awesome. He was there in Cincinnati. Nice. It would have been more awesome if they won. Yeah. Um, but no, man, what about that? How about the crowds? Huge crowds, Since really a fun amazing team, atmosphere. Yeah, and they're a good team, very good team. I mean, they got a lot of young players. Um, De La Cruz, Abbott today, the rookies who, everywhere, amazing. Who yeah. Struce is his name? The guy hit the walk off the other day for the Reds. What's his name? Um, oh, Steer, Steer, yeah, yeah, he's really Spencer Steer. He's I a mean, rookie. The other dude, Homer, the other day is a rookie. Yeah, they're young, but they're exciting. I mean, Fairley is is a good player. Jake uh, Fairley. I think it's Farley. Farley? It's F-R-A-L-E-Y. Fraley. Fraley. Fraley? Yeah. That's what I thought. That's right. Fredell. Um, I mean, these guys are these guys have a good team. They're playing great. I mean, they started slow, but then they called everyone up and they've been playing great. Um, Davey, thank you for if I'm saying that right, or Davey, thank you so much for the super chat, guys. If you're here, please subscribe. I think we're about 10 subscribers away from 5,000. If you yes, are here, we want to celebrate 10 away, guys. Tonight. 10, 10 away. subscribers away. Come subscribe on. for the overalls. Okay. Click the link in the you chat want, John, away John, if you want them. Yes. 10 away, guys. Um, okay, we should have signed Kim instead of Cronenworth. He's younger and has played better than him this season. And last one as well. Shout out to Lumi. Shout out, Lumi. Thanks, thanks, Lumi. Oh, shoot shout out, out man. to Lumi. Shout out to Lumi. <laughs> but um, should have signed Kim, not Cronenworth. Interesting. Interesting. Here's my take on that. You should have signed neither of them 
okay wait because wait it out because giving long contracts doesn't really seem to work for this franchise a lot a couple times it does Who's coming like, for them who's coming like, for nobody Carl when he becomes a free agent nobody and if you give kim a fat contract he loses all, all trade value, value. And that's why I mean that's why Cronenworth has I mean he had no to value begin with but no value. No, he'd have value if he was if he was an arbitration player that wasn't making anything. I mean he'd have at least some value. Now he has no value. But do you want a guy hitting two hundred with a six hundred OPS? No, First, I don't. I really that's don't. Not but now you really don't. An eighty making eighty <laughs> oh million dollars. This is like the Hosmer deal, dude. Worse. Uh, no, I don't know if it's worse or not. At least Hosmer. At least Hosmer did a little. So, I mean. Jake Cronenworth has been. You're saying Hosmer's better than Cronenworth? No, he's not. But uh, numbers wise, not as like an overall player. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> show me the numbers. Like, he's just not a first baseman. I mean, let's be honest with you. I mean, he's not. He's not. He, he's, not. Well, he's not a. I mean, that he's not to, a first baseman. To... He's a good defensive player, but he's not an offensive first baseman. Nor was Eric Hosmer. You need power out of first base. Let's not kid ourselves. In in an ultra productive offensive season for Jake Cronenworth, he, he's a at best. At best, slightly below below average first baseman. At best. And again, it goes back to roster construction. Why the fuck are you putting a shortstop at first base? And why the fuck are you going out and signing another shortstop when you have three on the roster? I mean, Tatis can play almost anywhere, but at the same time, it took Tatis maybe a little bit to acclimate to right field. And he had a buy-in. And Kim can play second and short, but you got a bunch of guys that are like, all over the field and it's like hey Cronenworth you go at first base <laughs> like what the fuck I mean how about you sign a real first baseman that'd be cool Adrian you've super I want to say the last couple of days and I don't exactly know what you're saying but he says um something along the line of if we keep losing maybe it forces Seidler to see the light but I don't really know I mean we went through the charade in 2021 and they didn't even have 2022 like in 2021, they didn't have 2022, so we couldn't see the light. Right, right. There's no 2022, yeah. and he kept him after 2021 before 2022 exists. That that's your point, Jim. That's the problem. Like now he's got the data point of 2022. Does he feel he can even hold on stronger now that he saw that firsthand? Yeah, and that's the problem here because I do think while last year's postseason run was great, it masked a lot of problems that was the 2022 season. I mean. I guarantee you in five years, people are going to forget that that team wasn't really a good regular season team. They just weren't. And they had a lot of problems that year. And they honestly played four of the six months under 500. And right. I'm not saying... Yeah, they, I think four of the six months, they were like 500. We'd have to look. I'm, I'm not saying they backed their way into the postseason, but if they didn't have collapses, like bigger collapses than than they've ever seen before, even 2021 from a couple mm -hmm. teams in front of them, they probably don't make the postseason. So that's the thing here is, is the postseason run was great and you can't take, I mean, those memories and being at Petco, being the Dodgers, like those are going to live on forever. But it's one of those things where it's going to mask the true problems with the team for the future, like to make sure that, this team continues to win and be in contention. And that's like what is uh, the problem here is that possibly is giving extra time to people that, you know, maybe don't deserve it. 
Yeah, no, that's fair. I think that is fair. Let me get to this next super from AKR who says Avila was a stud. You know, by and large, you know, again, has the pitching really been the issue? The bullpen has absolutely been the issue for the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. because they've blown a lot of leads and they've been in a lot of tie games and they've lost a lot of close games. But, I mean, are you really blaming? What you're blaming is the Stephen Wilson injury and Robert Suarez and mismanagement and Josh Hader doesn't go more than an inning, and it's just caught up to him. It's just caught up to him right now, I think. And depth and organization uh, depth, and then you go to guys not performing and giving contracts to Bogarts, and then Manny just having his just not showing up at all this year. Right. Um, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to it. It gets player side and management side all mixed into one to be a giant shit show. Uh, Joshua, thank you so much for the generous super guys. Thank you. If you're here, please subscribe. Working our way to 5,000 with inside within 10 of 5,000 subscribers. We want to celebrate with you tonight. We are at 4,991. We are nine away. Please subscribe. If you are here, Joshua, thank you. He says, Hey guys, first time commenting with the season, the way it is, Bogart should go on the IL and get the surgery. I don't want to see Bob leave. This front office is so bad. The problem I'd be with you, Joshua, if I had heard from Xander Bogarts that a surgery would be the remedy, I think what we've heard so far is the surgery is not going to fix it. I don't buy that. I've never heard of a surgery that doesn't fix something. So I don't buy that. If there's something in the wrist, I feel like it can be fixed surgically. And I think it's an interesting point. I would say, listen, you're never going to do it now. It's July 2nd. There's way too much season in front of this team. You can't quit on it. But if it's like September 1st and you're in the same spot, I think that's interesting to get a – a month head start. This is what they did with Tatis last year, and it worked out swimmingly. The guy's been knock on wood healthy and played like every inning since coming back from the suspension. Did this? I know he had the wrist issue in Boston, last but did year. something cause it in season this year? Or yeah, hit by pitch. Remember? Okay, okay. Because I was gonna, I, I was thinking to myself, yeah, he had he had a wrist issue in Boston, and if they didn't, if they seriously like overlooked this thing, like what the fuck? No, I don't think they did, but they did do cortisone in spring, and then he got hit in April. That's right. I remember that. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Bogarts' numbers are pathetic. They're awful. They're pathetic. I saw Darnay put out a tweet tonight. Um, I can't look at it because my rate limit's exceeded. So. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Maybe you should buy the $8 or whatever. No, fuck you, Twitter. And support, and support Twitter. No, I will not. Okay. That guy's an idiot. Jesus. Um. <laughs> it was along the lines of what he has done with runners on first and second, or at least just runners on this year. And he's hitting like 180. <laughs> I know he's had so many opportunities. And it's, yeah, it's a lot. His ground ball rate, I, here's the one that stood out the most. His ground ball rate with runners on is 83%. Is that good? <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> That's like twice That's as worse as Hosmer. ever Hosmer was here. Yeah. 83%. Dude, what the <laughs> fuck? I mean, you look up, it's July 2nd, which means tomorrow's July 3rd. Manny Machado's got a 692 OPS. Trash. I said it for you, Chad. You can keep commenting how you, you know. Have you seen Chad in the comments? This guy Chad in the comments? What's he saying? You, no, not in the comment live chat. In the comments of like our YouTube channel, how he just goes after Manny like constantly, like Chad he just yeah he literally like just comes to the channel to like kill Manny. I'm like dude we get it like I don't I don't even know what to say. Okay Chad. He's not hitting. Like Chad what do you okay. Chad. Chad. Okay. 
Chad, who always comments after the fact. Um, Chad, congratulations. Manny Machado went hitless. I hope you're happy. Um, and then Xander Bogarts, who's got a 713 OPS. Their combined OPS this year, I mean, I have to do the actual math, is 700. But Machado Bogarts combined OPS is 700. Like you were hoping for like 850, 880 combined OPS at 700. It's a big problem. Big one. Yeah. He hasn't shown up in the big moments at all this year. Maybe once, maybe twice. But um Yeah, no, they've all had moments, I'm sure. You know, Bogart's no, he's, he's this year he's been great in uh ten one games. He's been awesome. <laughs> well, he was great in, in Mexico when it was thirty to nothing and Dude, it was great yesterday. When you it could have hit a home run in Mexico. I think I did hit one. Um, HBVV, thank you for the super. He says, Manny needs to worry about Otani soon, not shoes. That that matchup on, on 4th of July Tuesday. is going to be – I mean, that's going to be a, a fun game to watch. Otani versus Musgrove. Um, it, dude, Otani versus Machado? <laughs> I mean, good luck. Manny. Yeah, exactly. I mean, good luck, Padres, to be honest. He's going to pump 100 down your fucking throat. Dude, Padres at Petco, where they're like the worst hitting offense at home in baseball against Shohei Otani, doesn't scream, you know, eight run outbursts, but I've been wrong before. Hopefully I am Tuesday night. By the way, are you are you saying the right person? Because Chad in the chat is saying. No, not Chad not- in the chat. Some other, there's two, there's multiple people in the world named Chad. It's not Chad in the chat. Oh, it's is it Chad, Chad in the comments. Oh, in the comments. The okay, comments not the, not after the, the fact. No, no, not chat here. Okay, okay. I was like, what the f- what? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Gotcha. There's okay, multiple chats. Right. They're saying John or Jim. I'm saying there's some guy named Chad. We, I could easily find his name in two seconds. I'm going to. Chad's like, fucking me in the chat no, right not now. Not you, Chad. Come on, man. Hold on. I'll tell you exactly who it is. Okay, cool. Name, address, social security We got 5,000 subscribers. It's Chad Travis 7832. Here's what he said the last time we did a wrap-up show. He's got, like, look at this dude. He's got four comments. Okay? Oh, that's... So here we go. Yes. Padres fans need to remember that they wanted Machado in all caps. You reap what you sow. Under 500 with loser Machado for the next decade. Get used to this. I then replied, how mad are you that he hit two homers today? (laughs) Um, And then... Padres are so pathetic right now that fighting back is considered a positive now. Worst season ever by far with eight R's. Then this, Peter Seidler is the laughing stock of baseball. He's the one who continues to tell fans that AJ is the man to run the sinking ship. Then he goes off on Machado, blah, blah, blah. Are you sure this isn't Dick Monfort? Chad Travis, 72 and 90 record seems like a lock. At this point, how many do they lose in a row? Will Manny Machado ever do anything positive in a game offensively ever again? You all love him, and now this franchise is destroyed because of him. Awesome. Chad, go away. Please. I have, I have something to confess. I am Chad. You are Chad. Seriously, it wouldn't <laughs> shock me. It's very, You're chad ask. Um, We're going to get back to the Supers in a moment. I do want to remind our viewers about our title sponsor here on the wrap-up show. That would be Mark Nimitz, who I believe might be in the chat right now. I know he was here just a few minutes ago. Mark, great to have you with us as always. Mark has been with us since day one of the wrap-up show on YouTube. He's our title sponsor. He's an amazing insurance agent. I've got a homeowner's earthquake and life insurance policy right now through Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. And you should too. He can save you so much money just by switching over. He can save you $750 or more. And if you ever have a claim, 
He's going to take care of everything. He's got great service and communication. We had to file a claim in 2022. He took care of it all. I mean, he literally took care of it all. So he's got great service and communication. He can save you money. He's a native San Diegan. He's a huge Padres fan. He's frustrated like we all are. I think he thinks maybe that Peter Seidler and A.J. Preller are going to buy at the deadline. I don't know if that's the case or not, Mark. But if you're looking for insurance, whether it's a renewal, he can save you money. If it's a new policy, get a quote through Mark. Free quotes, auto home, renter's life, earthquake, whatever it is. Mark Nimitz is your guy. Click the link in the description down below to get to his website, which you can see on the screen. But Mark, thank you for your support. Happy 4th. And again, if you have insurance needs, get in contact with Mark Nimitz. Yeah, all his information's above my head, mnimitzoffarmersagent.com. He just reached uh, the century mark as far as reviews go. Five out of five stars. Um, he can help you with all your insurance needs. Reach out to him, mnimitzoffarmersagent.com. And when you do reach out to him, let him know that uh, John and Jim from the Wrap-Up Show sent you. By the way, I saw Mark asking, you know, what DH are we going to get at the deadline? I'm like, Otani. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, nothing of substance. I can promise you that. I, I, I'd be shocked if they added anything, except if they were selling something. If that makes sense, you sell off some parts, you get a major league piece or two mm-hmm. potentially back. <clears throat> but I'm not saying they're definitely selling. I would, but who knows right now? But I'm, I would. They're not buying. They might be standing pat to some extent, you know, moving a small piece. But I'd sell the haters. Bye bye. The Snells, I mean, you want to you want to get something back for these players. What if, what if they do buy at the deadline and don't sell, and they get like two relievers that are like going to be free agents at the end of the year, yeah, and they don't do sell off Snell and no, Hayter? They're not going to do that. What would Unless you do? they go fifteen and eight or better the next twenty three games to pull within a game of five hundred. I don't put anything past this franchise, man. I just don't, good or bad. I just don't because. I just don't trust them. You're telling me this team's going to be even, let's say they're three games under 500, six and a half games out of a playoff spot. You're going to go buy. Give me a break. I, I could see them doing that. Yes. I'm not doing it, but I could see them doing it because Rocket, they're too blinded. Um, another thing, Ashcraft, 900 OPS to right-handed yeah. batters all season. Why the hell are Odor and Carpenter in there on Friday? I thought matchups were key. I don't know who I don't know who's I don't know. I, I can't go through every single game. I'd have to go back to Friday's game to figure that out. I don't know. Is that coming Dude, from the front office? Is that I have no clue. He came in with a nine or seven ERA and he fucking shoved. Correct. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. 
Was it Carpenter's birthday? No, it was Cruz's birthday the other day. <laughs> that's why I got a that's why he got a uh... That's why he was in there. Yes. So I can't answer that. I don't I mean is Bob Melvin writing the lineup card is the question we've asked. I, I don't know. It's a it's a group thing thing, John. I think they're doing chat GPT. Probably. They're like, yo, this guy is facing our team. Who should we start? Uh, Delta J4, thank you. Who says he was screaming at Melvin for pulling Cosgrove when Martinez gave up the home run? A Reds fan pat my shoulder and said, You called it. There have been games lost by Melvin, but this season is on Preller. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that's a good way to look at it, Delta. I think there are games this year that have been lost by Melvin. And I do think that AJ Preller is the one that deserves the blame. I mean, it's his team, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his fingerprints are all over this thing. He doesn't control all health or all performance, but it's his team, so he gets the praise when it, when it works, and he gets the criticism when it doesn't. And right now, he should be critiqued heavily for how this has played out. Yes, I one hundred percent agree. This season's not on Melvin. Um, that's why I think a couple of weeks ago, when people legitimately wanted to fire him, we were telling you that is the dumbest thing that you could possibly do. And then you look at the depth of this organization and the fact that you're having Reese Kinnear start games instead of Blake Snell on regular rest and you're bringing up nobody from the minor leagues that can help you in the bullpen while you have injuries and you have no depth on your roster. That's on the general manager who built the team. And then if you want to go a step further, like, yes, Peter Sadler does deserve blame as well for this whole thing as well. So they all are to blame, but number one's uh, A.J. Proler. I don't know how much blame I'm putting on Seidler for 2023. We can talk in 2024 if he sticks with Preller. But, like, in terms of the results of 2023, Manny Machado was going to be here. Yeah. No matter what, whether a contract was given or not. And they spent money on Xander Bogarts. I mean, that's Peter Seidler's fault. That's our criticism. No. no. It goes back to... I mean, keeping Preller. I mean, yeah, that too. But you're right. Coming off of 2022 NLCS run, it's like, why well, the fuck am I going to fire my general manager? Right, exactly. you, um, can't. you know, the Sidler thing. Everyone, uh, when they lose, John, everyone deserves blame. It just maybe not yeah, a lot true. goes on Peter Sidler at this moment because you're right. He, I mean, was he not supposed to do spend money? We all want your owner to spend money. Sure. Um, but then that flips around if this thing does not turn around and this thing continues to go south and they miss the postseason this year and there's still this unwavering support from Peter for AJ. Then we can start talking about more blame for him if think if that happens. No, I get it. I get it. I think that's fair. Uh, by the way, seven subscribers away from 5,000. Please subscribe. We want to celebrate with Padres fans tonight. There's nothing else to celebrate. So let's celebrate. 5,000 subscribers on the wrap-up show. It doesn't cost you a dime. Hit that subscribe button if you are here. Uh, we appreciate the supers like this one from Moises. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all of them. He says, John and Jim is excellent. Well, we did capture, I don't know what we captured a year ago, but something. Was it excellence in broadcasting? I don't think so. No, it was a couple of awards. San Diego's something. Best. San, like the yes. best radio show or something. Yes, like. in yeah. UT. Right. Uh, we're trying to go back to back, but if we don't, the award has no credibility. And it's all your guys' fault. <laughs> If we win it, we're going to pretend like it's the biggest thing ever. If we lose, of course, who cares? If we lose, who gives a shit? Who reads the UT? Nobody. Kidding. Um, we're kidding. Um, Rocket, thank you. Um, Rocket says it's so in Preller's blood to buy out of a hole. I mean, but can you even buy out of it? Poker analogies are perfect here. It's like 
you could catch a card. It's simple as that. There's 52 in the deck, and when you're left with one out in the deck, you have a 2% chance. So if they get to the trade deadline with a 2% chance, I guess you're right. I mean, they still have a 2% chance. It won't be 0% at the deadline, so maybe they do buy. But they, see, I told you, Jim, a month ago, I said the issue with doing that is you're putting a lot of trust in a guy that may not be here. Like, I don't want him dictating this deadline and directing 2024 if he's not doing, like, if he's not going to be here in 2024. Well, according to Peter Seidler, he's going to be, be here for the next 10 fucking years. Yeah, it's true. I mean, he's going to be here forever, according to Peter. Right. Because this fucking guy can do no wrong. And any mistake that he makes, which far outweighs any uh, successes that he has had, just doesn't matter to Peter. He wants to have stability. And in his mind, he thinks stability is just having the same people in place forever. And that's not what it's about. It's about making the right decisions and knowing that if someone's not getting the job done and you've given that person an adequate amount of time to try and get the job done right and they're still not getting it done, after even after a couple successes here and there. But the overall, you know, resume of, of AJ, it doesn't scream excellence or success. Let's pull up that quote real quick. I have it on screen. Uh, guys, we're four subscribers away. Thank you, guys. Please subscribe. We're going to hit 5,000 tonight because of your uh, support of this channel. Here is the quote that is in the UT from Kevin AC. Um, I'm not afraid to make changes, Seidler said. I never have been, but I really value stability. And when I know the person as well and the skill set as well, as I know AJ and Eric, he's talking about Gruppner, they're not going anywhere, period. I believe in stability. It is something that is undervalued, generally speaking, in organizations and maybe particularly in sports franchises. But I'm not for mediocre stability. I'm for excellence. And to me, AJ is excellence. It's a bit strong. I mean, how could you say that about somebody? Like, (laughs) how can you say that about a guy that has accomplished what in his time here? One NLCS run? Signing some really good players, but not having that uh, turn into division titles and World Series appearances? Like, now it might be all premature because they just signed Xander Bogarts and they just re-signed Manny Machado to a a million-year deal. But, like, come on, man. Like, what are we doing here? I mean, you're really thinking. I would have had a, I wouldn't have such an issue with this, with his quote if he didn't drop the AJ's excellence line, honestly. <laughs> like, that to me just screams not aware. Like, it's kind of like a Scott Boris quote. Sometimes when I see these Sadler quotes, they're a little bit like, they're a little, what's the right word? Like, uh, euphoric. Oh, for sure. You know, like, like uh, um, movies, like a movie scene. Yeah, yeah. Like this movie is the most dramatic thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, do you agree? If 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 he did not say the excellence line, it would be yeah. not yeah, as yeah. not as bad as a quote. Yeah, I agree. And I, there was a couple of funny quotes in there where he's like, "We're like that." He's like, "One thing I know is like this is the best thirty-eight and forty-five team in baseball history." Oh yeah, I, like, I saw. Like, Come on, I didn't want to put too much into that. I, I know. saw it. Because he's clearly joking. He's clearly joking. And the tone of his voice, I'm sure, was like, you know, like fucking sarcastic. So I'm not going to look at that as something that he said to be super serious. So I'm not going to take that and run with it. But but I will run with the AJ's excellence line. I'll forever run with that until AJ's not here anymore. (laughs) Why is he like the Raiders? Not that they're good, but like the excellence. 
like the right. excellence of the Padres. You guys have yeah. done jack shit in 20 plus years. We were talking about this today. Thank you, Hot Wheels 84. My son loves Hot Wheels um, and knows by look the difference between a Hot Wheels car and a Matchbox car, which is like ridiculous. It's like Hot Wheels. I'm like, how do you know that? He's going to be a race car driver. He very well could be, but I won't allow that. I know it's just like padded walls. Mm -hmm. Um, He says, Melvin and AJ get along like Russia and the Ukraine. This is from Nick Canepa within the last day Mm -hmm. in the UT. He said he heard, right? Yes. Grapevine or? Yes, he says like it, it was basically Nick Canepa's one and only uh, breaking news drop of his last <laughs> 10 years, maybe 20, maybe 30. Guys, one away from 5,000. Let's go. Let's just, you know how when you watch the Mr. Beast channel and it literally is just like scrolling constantly? <laughs> like it's, it's a like, ticker. <laughs> ours is yeah. like, dude. I was like, okay, we've been doing this for two years. We're hopeful to hit 5,000 subscribers dude, tonight. Dude, 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 dude. Right. Let's see. Boom. Everyone give yourself a round of applause. We appreciate you all. Thank you for getting us to 5,000. You guys are the best. Without you, uh, we would literally not be here because me and John doing a show talking to nobody would be kind of pointless. We would um, still do it. Yes. But you guys make well, it way better. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you very much. I'm live run replay. Yes. Thank you guys. Honestly. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Now we're just 45,000 away from 50 K. So please subscribe. <laughs> You're on exclusive <laughs> Padres content. I mean, wanna... like, what's like, what's the max? What's the most subscribers you, we could have? If we did this for a decade, how many subscribers would we have? Like 15 and 20. What if they win two world series? Could be bigger than that. What did you just say? Do you want to do what? I said, what's your take on what uh, says me said? Nothing. I have no, I, I, I don't trust it. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I don't put any stock in it. Um, I, I, I it's funny because I, I, I give him all, I give him shit all the time mm-hmm. because he's just he's completely clueless about a lot of things and he tries to be funny and is not. Um, but this one is a little bit of like, okay, someone said it. All right. Because to me, it, it just, just knowing what AJ, who AJ Preller is and how crazy psycho he can be. And then looking on the flip side <laughs> to Bob Melvin. I mean, is it hard to put two and two together here to say that they don't really probably get along well? It's an interesting point also from Rich that says, uh, I'm assuming Melvin is the Ukraine. Yeah, I don't know if he's saying Melvin is who's who. Yeah, it's it's an interesting, interesting dynamic there. I mean, I'm not saying it might be accurate, but does Nick Canepa cover the team? No, he's never around the team. That's what I'm saying. So but, I mean, can you hear from some? But that becomes hearsay. It's not even yeah. permissible in court. But also, too, <laughs> if Nick can if Nick never said that. And and someone else said it. Sure. Oh, if Kevin, I said I trust it, of course, because Kevin covers the team. So just because Nick said it, we don't. It's not. Yeah, I mean, if Kevin said it, Kevin literally, you know, is at 150 of these 162 games and is in the clubhouse, and I think understands the dynamics. Okay. What about this? What if nobody said it? Would you still think that they don't get along? Um, I I think if it comes from the right source, I I don't I don't know. Nobody said it. 
you're you're thinking you you're john schaefer you're not listening to anybody else you're just watching and seeing how everything's playing out oh and i think they got i think there's issues okay that's, that's what i'm <laughs> because that's what of I'm what saying. bob yeah. melvin's saying publicly now about his bullpen specifically right um and i don't want to put words in anyone's mouth and correct me if you think i'm i have this wrong because I'm, i forget sometimes on air and off air but like i do want to say correct me if i'm wrong i'm not gonna say anything Darren has spoken to this matter, has he not? Yeah. To to the AJ Preller Bob Melvin dynamic. Yeah. And that it's not exactly maybe hunky dory. Yeah. So you know, so I'm, because others are saying it, I give that credence. I Nick saying it, you know, with all due respect. I mean, I don't know Nick Cannon, but to be honest with you, but I think he's similar to me that he's not in the clubhouse, you know, every night. Well, also too, just going to uh, what was said. In the article written by Dennis Lynn and Ken Rosenthal two years sure. ago. Yeah, that's fair. About how Preller is. Of course, um, that's before Melvin, though. But yeah. But Melvin's none of that. I know, but it's like Melvin took the job. So he must have some thought. I mean, if, if it was, you know, he took the job. So if he thought from the outside, this is the worst person in baseball to work for, would he have taken the job? He could have gone elsewhere. I mean, the Yankees tried yeah. to get him, prime away two years prior, one year prior, you know? So, I don't know. Maybe he thought something, and something else has played out over the last two years. That's possible. Delta J Ford, thank you. He says, dedicated portion of Dan Clark isn't a real person. Is this the dedicated portion of the, of the show where Dan Clark is not a real person? That's fair. And he followed up with shout-out to Morahone for not leaving with four earned runs, though. He went three innings, did not allow an earned run, worked out of trouble. So, Adrian Morahone pitching some quality innings today, Jim, for the Padres. I know you like to see that. Again, Adrian Morhone, great. He did a good job today, mm-hmm. but he'll never be a starter. He'll never give you six innings. He, he hasn't pitched more than, I think, three innings in his entire career, if I'm not mistaken. Is that accurate? I'm, I'm, that's an incredible statement. But yeah, because sure. he probably hasn't started. Like, he has he hasn't, started, but he's always going like three innings. I don't think he's ever pitched more than three innings in his entire career. Hmm, that's crazy. So, congrats to Adrian Morhone. Talk to me when he throws uh, five consecutive outings of six runs, six innings or more. Okay, so I'll talk to you in like 1990, never. never. Um, okay, guys, while we have a moment, we do need to thank our partners here on the wrap up show, including our friends at Aura. They have a 25% off sale going on right now with code USA25. 25% off with code USA25. It's their July 4th sale. Great company. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan. He's a lifelong San Diegan, lifelong Padres fan, and he's a huge supporter of our channel. They have offices right here in Liberty Station in San Diego. This is a plant-based uh, nutrition company. Everything is plant-based. All of their supplements are plant-based, whether it's the probiotic, which I take every day, so does my wife, for digestion and many more reasons, or if it's the pre-workout supplements or proteins for after-workouts, or omega-3 oils, if you take fish oils, or sleep supplements, or immunity pills. They have something for everyone. Use code USA25, get 25% off. Click the link in the description down below. If you support our channel, please support our local partners, like Will at Aura, like Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Again, ORA.organic, or click the link in the description down below and use that promo code to get 25% off right now. Yeah, all of their um, supplements are organic-based, plant-based, and some of the healthiest, actually the healthiest on the market. So go out, get some supplements, take an opportunity to use the 25% off um, 
sale going on during the 4th of July weekend here, www.ora.organic. Pick up some stuff, try it out, and uh, you'll feel better about yourself, and you'll be thanking us later. All right, first of all, I do want to thank all of our new subscribers. Seriously, Jim wants to thank you guys as well. We're over 5,000 for the first time in channel history, so thank you guys, so- and thank you, Research for the Super and Becoming a Subscriber. Um, he says, new subscriber, just curious, not hating. When does the pitching coach, now this is where research you may have gone too far. When does the pitching coach get blamed? But thank you for the super and thank you for your, your subscription. Thank you. We can agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, what has to happen? Great job, guys. Research, if that is your real name. Yeah. I mean, come on. No. I mean, it's been very good. Bullpen's been, been, bullpen's been. Listen, it's been exposed the last month, not because of Ruben Niebla, because they don't have – Robert Suarez out, Stephen Wilson out, Nick Martinez bad, Josh Hader one inning. You're in – you know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah. They got way bigger issues. In fact, he, he's an asset to the organization. They have really had success with Ruben Niebla the last two years, and I think that's, I think that's accurate. Yeah, there, there, there's a reason why he was uh, hired bef- like literally before Bob Melvin. But like we have to have him, right? And he's been fantastic. If anything, he's been very good. He is one of the most valuable pieces to this franchise. Honestly, I would be utterly shocked if, like tomorrow, Ruben Niebla let go. I mean, dude, it's not if, happening. It would be like riots if they let Ruben Niebla go. I, I just That's every show, doing. I would just be like, fire AJ Preller, fire AJ Preller. I, I would go off on him. I would just go fucking ballistic. Yeah, and again, I don't know research if he's a ten-year pitching coach here because maybe he'll have other opportunities. But it's his second year; he should be here right. for the foreseeable future, um, based on what I've seen. I, I think he's—I don't know if he's a pitching whisperer, but I think he's done well with, a, especially this bullpen. You're pitching guy. I mean, the Tom Cosgroves and the whomever else is in the back of this bullpen. They're pitching in tie games. I mean, you're asking a lot of this guy. You really are. And I think by and large, they've done half decent. Again, bullpen's been leaky recently, no doubt. Bullpen's been leaky, but I'm not putting it on the Avila. No. Because the bullpen's not even, you know, again, it's not overly. You got Josh Hader and a bunch of guys, is the way I look at it. Without Suarez, without Wilson. Yeah. You know, uh, Delta J4, thank you. He says bullpen allowed 29 <sighs> over the last seven, 29 runs over the last seven, earned runs plus unearned. Well, okay. Well, I need to see, first of all, how many innings is that? Because they just threw nine bullpen innings, I assume, is what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. And how many of these are unearned? But how many times in this past, basically what Delta J Ford is <laughs> saying is over the last week or so, besides when Josh Hader's out there, which is rarely, how confident do you feel in this bullpen? <laughs> no, I mean, it's, that's true. Not overly, but that's... <laughs> Probably no because of Stephen Wilson and Robert Suarez and Nick Martinez hasn't pitched very well. Yeah, but yeah who knows? And, and Luis Garcia has been awful. And I said it the day it happened. That Wilson injury, because everyone was talking about you Darvish not starting because he was yeah. being sick. I was like, dude, guys, no, that Wilson injury is going to be way fucking worse. And it proved to be so far. You're like a soothsayer. I am. I'm about to sneeze. You should apply if the job comes open. <laughs> I didn't sneeze, a real but sneeze? I, That's not no, a real I, sneeze. I yawned and, and I was about to sneeze. So it was like a yawn sneeze. That was and bizarre. I tried, I tried to sneeze Someone and it didn't that. work. Someone memed that. That was awful. It was terrible. Sorry, guys. If you want these overalls, the link is pinned in the top of the chat. You know you want them. Yes, you do. 
Jim wants him. RH, thank you. He says, Seidler has lost most, if not all, credibility. AJ has lost over 700 games. How is that excellent? Well, hold on. Hold on. Brian Cashman's lost 2,000 games. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't just throw out a number. It's going to be based on, like, tenure. So, like, if you're a GM for 20 years, guess what? You have 700 losses. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, his record's under 500. That's fine. But I don't think, like, 700 losses is the threshold for firing. No. He'll still have 700 losses if they win the World Series this year. To me, the threshold is seasons to playoff appearances. And then if you want to take a step further, you know, seasons to World Series championships. And then you go the, you know, micro stuff is seasons to division titles and, and all that, okay. thing, all of that, not wins and losses, not losses, especially like John said, because I mean, you could they just yeah, pile 20, up. Yeah, they, they pile up for sure. Um, but I do agree. Like, how is nine years with no division titles, no World Series appearances, one playoff appearance in a regular season? No, you know, I know you hate this, but no 90 wins in each season. I hate that. That's through, dumb. Going through four different managers in nine years. How is that excellence? Oh, and never drafting a player that turned into an all star with your franchise. How is that excellence? I, listen, I understand what you're saying, and, and I agree with it. And if at the end of the year they're out, we can have some real conversations, obviously, about his future. But, like, we can spin some of these stats, like this 700 loss thing. Like, Brian Cashman is probably the losingest GM in baseball history. He's also, like, the winningest. But he's probably has, like, as many losses as any GM ever. Yeah. He also has four World Series. And- it's 25 years. Yeah. So, I don't know who's been a GM for 35 years. I'm sure there's an example mm-hmm. back in the day. but And Seidler hasn't, I felt like, lost credibility here. Um, because there is still a second half. And you know Peter Seidler. He's the ultimate optimist. And if they did turn it around magically, then he's going to look like a freaking genius and we're all going to look like idiots. I can't wait for this series. Otani's the first pitcher to ever throw nine perfect innings and hit nine home runs in the series as the Padres sweep the Angels at Petco. It's going to be something ridiculous like that. It will be. It will be. (laughs) We'll take that if the Padres sweep the series. Um, Moises, thank you again. He says, there's so much smoke about Preller and the culture he's created. Like Jim said, the lack of self-awareness by the eternal optimist is concerning. Also, firing Preller might be an admission of failure. But he didn't hire Preller. I mean, he was part of the ownership group that hired Preller. Is that correct? But he didn't he single-handedly bring him in. No, he didn't sing, he didn't hand pick Preller to be the GM. Right. Because he was with the ownership group led by Ron Fowler at the time. Right. Um, but like, yeah, if I just go back to the excellence line, man. Like, what the fuck are you thinking saying that? <laughs> like, you can give a you can be diplomatic. You can just be like, listen, I think he's been, you know, I think he's really done well for this organization and, we'll and then see just, how this year plays out. Right. And be like, look, we made the NLCS <laughs> last year. Um, I'm not giving up on this team. I know he's not giving up on this team. We still have, you know, 80, 80 games, games. To, to play. We're gonna run, we're gonna, you know, play this thing out and hopefully we make the postseason. But um, yeah, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Excellence? Like, what the fuck are you thinking? Let me me ask you this. If it's been so excellent, why are you in Cincinnati? If it's all hunky dory, why are you there, Taylor Swift weekend? To watch Taylor Swift. If if it's so great, why don't you just catch the team on Monday in San Diego? If it's so spectacular, why are you in Ohio? Yeah, like you're not going there unless you have to be there because it's fucking a disaster. Because 
everything's hit the fan. Now, again, to the team's credit, and I'm not a moral victory guy, and this team has put himself way behind the eight ball, but I do have two eyes, and I do believe they actually have shown something <laughs> for a few days. Yeah. Where it looks like they actually do care and they've just been snake bitten and it sucks. I mean, the way they're losing some of these games is horrific. Right. Now, again, it doesn't make anything bad, but it's not the typical rollover. Hey, they're down to nothing game over. That's not who they've been, but mm-hmm. they just keep losing. So it doesn't make it better. I, I 100% the last three games. I think it's even maybe the last four. Who did they lose? Pittsburgh game three. Was that an awful loss? It was, right? They had a four nothing lead. Maybe they did just roll over. They had a four nothing lead in that they game, rolled, right? No, yeah, they rolled over. Um, yeah. Okay. So even though they lost two or three to the Reds, right? I agree with you. Each one of those games, they actually looked. They looked. They looked different. They did look different. Maybe but still, Sadler was in the building. But they're still finding ways to lose. And oh no doubt. I'm not just, saying it's good. It's not. It, and by the way, a it's a prerequisite. Man. Like you guys are getting paid handsomely. Like you're supposed to be one of the better teams in baseball. The prerequisite is to play you know play hard for 27 outs but we yeah, haven't like, really seen it like how about you guys not go seven innings and not do shit and then try to do everything in the end and today's a good example you know it really i mean it's a great example the dude had like 12 strikeouts and mm-hmm. but they did they did they, the the friday night game and today usually it's i know, thought they were gonna lose say two nothing usually it's like they score three runs in the second and then they just go nothing for the rest of the game right and there was the opposite for Friday and Sunday, where, where or today, where it was like they did nothing to start the game, and then they finished strong, but they just couldn't hold it, and they end up losing. So it's a little different than what we've seen, because you could say like, hey, there's an actual fight there. Down, you know, they're down two outs in the ninth inning, and they get a runner on, and Shan- Sanchez gets a gets home from Cronenworth, and you're like, okay, runner on second, and then Odor hits a hard ball in second. It's a seed, right? So what was the exit velocity on that? 180 miles an hour. No, it wasn't, but it was so, it was good. So yeah, they, they fought, but like again, you're not you're eight games under 500. There's no moral victories when you're eight games under 500 know, with, with a team that's, that's making problem. with a team that has a 260 million dollar payroll. And by the way, I I think they'll make a run somewhere. I really do. I'm I'm not just saying that. I do. I don't know when. I hope it's before it's really too late. I'd like to see them do it and put a little bit of pressure on some whether it's front office or other teams in front of them, I, I think at some point they'll do it. How can they not over 162? You know, uh, James, what do you got? I was going to say, I, I agree with you, but I also do think that the 10-game road trip coming out of the All-Star break is the make or break for their season. Yeah, I think you're probably right there. Philly, Toronto, Detroit, just because. I mean, it's just like at some point, you're right. I mean, you can't go four and six on that trip. That That is the... Last stand, yeah, honestly. It's, last stand. it's like you're gonna have to go six and four, and even that isn't is not great world beating, but you can hang around, obviously, yeah, doing something like that. Uh, James, thank you. He says he looked it up, and Morahone went more than three innings in only one game. Morahone pitched four innings April 5th, 2021. Jim, you are such an idiot. <laughs> Sorry, four innings one time, moron. No, I'm thank you, moron. James. Gosh, Jim, have you ever watched baseball before? Do you know like what they call it when you like hit the ball over the fence and it's fair? Uh, touchdown. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Delta J4, Point. thank you. Who is in Cincinnati says, and it's gross here, humidity through the roof. See, they played hard and it's hot, Jim. They deserve even extra credit. It was hot in Cincinnati today. Okay. 
Well, it's hot here. Is it? Not by yeah. the water, Jim. Oh, it must be nice, Mr. Fucking. I have a, have a okay, Mr. I'm getting mansion. married like on like a yacht in like the Pacific Ocean, like overseeing like Hawaii. Yeah, so <laughs> um, okay, while well, we have a You're moment, a state in fucking Del Mar overlooking um, Torrey Pines. Oh, yeah, in a state where I'm in my freaking kitchen every night. Yeah, you have like a quiet, a, you have like a, a yearly membership to Torrey Pines. Like, I, if I could play golf, maybe. Um, have you ever been to my place? Have you ever been here? I've been outside of your place, but never in your place. Why were you outside my place? That's super weird. Because we walked home from the golf tournament. Or no, I drove home. I drove you home after a golf after the farmer's insurance opened. And we went to like a taco stand or something. I don't even remember that. Or no, I dropped you off by a taco stand. It was like oh, you at your place. I didn't go to your house. Roberto's? Very, very Mexican? Yeah. You dropped me off there? Uh, I think so. This is getting very shady. Um, guys, if you're here... Check out our fantasy partner, Daily Fantasy Partner, Underdog Fantasy, the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. They've got the seventh inning stretch going on right now. They're going to set your lineup at the end of each week. No setup necessary, no waivers, no trades, no anything other than the draft. $7 to enter, 30 k to first place, 150 k in prizes. It closes July 14th. You can sign up right now at underdogfantasy.com or on the Underdog Fantasy app. And if you use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, Pods Wrap. You'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's promo code Pods Wrap, and you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. You can see it right here. It is on the screen. It is going on right now. You can enter the seventh inning stretch, $7 to enter, $150,000 in total prizes in addition to their daily drafts. They have pickums going on right now for tomorrow's action, including involving the Padres. So let's see tomorrow what's going on. You have Fernando Tatis Jr. Who's pitching for the Angels tomorrow? It's not Otani. Who cares? Who cares? So you can go higher on Tatis. Um, we can go lower on Mookie Betts. Berea? Jaime Berea? Whatever. We'll go higher. Hey, There's no KBO action. He's 2-3 and three with a two nine two ERA. Okay, we might go lower. We might go lower. Hold on. <laughs> we might go lower. Yeah, and then you're facing Otani on Tuesday, and then you're facing Sandoval on Wednesday. And right now, the matchups are Snell, Musgrove, TBD. So watch out for TBD for the Padres on Wednesday. He's been very good. So yes. listen, $50 wager, you go two for two. Tatis lower than 9.5 fantasy points. Bats lower than 9.5 fantasy points. 50 bucks turns into 150 bucks. Okay? Boom. So look at this. Boom. There it is. Let's win. Let's win. A little reverse jinx. If you get burned by Tatis, such is life. But lower on Tatis, lower on bets. You picked bets? Oh, lower. I mean, sorry. Lower, you idiot. I picked higher. I was going to say Dodger loving. Yeah, I'm like, oh, bets. It's the best. (laughs) Um, So anyway, 50 pays 150. Underdogfancy.com. Use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. And get a 100% deposit match up to $100. What do you think, Jim? That's a win. I love it. You before love we it. before we head out here, do you want to rant real quick about uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. not making the All Star game? Yeah, I think it's stupid. And I understand if the voters aren't going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't understand if decision makers who the hell makes the determination on the reserves. Is it solely? It's not solely the manager, but you have to have a player from every team. I think it might be players' vote. Yeah, but it can't be solely because you have to. You know what I mean? You have to a player from every team. Right, 
No, it's not play. I don't know what the Do hell. The, Does someone the, know the actual? I think the players criteria. vote on it. I think the players vote on it. No, they the, don't. And the managers vote too. And they just, they're like, hey, Fernando, what do you think? Is Manny an all-star? Okay. Charlie Long says coaches and players on all teams. Maybe Jim's right. Um, Whoa. (laughs) But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're not watching Fernando if you don't think he's an all-star. He misses 20 games. He's played a brilliant right field. He's hit and hit for power. Has it been perfect? No. I even understand him not starting, although I think without the PEDs, he's clearly getting voted in because he's so popular. But forget the popularity contest. He's deserving based on what he's done on field. I know he's on a bad team. He's deserving based on what he's done on field. I wouldn't, I'm not going to go sell you Machado or Bogarts, but I'm watching Tatis. Tatis has been just as good as Juan Soto. He's had way more big time moments than Juan Soto. And I think Juan Soto's deserving as well, by the way. I do. I think if you look at the numbers, you'll say, well, he walks a lot. If you look at the numbers, Juan Soto's deserving. Fernando Tatis Jr. should be on the team. I agree. He should 100% be on the team, but I'm not going to be as upset about it because the team sucks. And to get three all-stars from a shitty team, um, it was either it was either going to be Soto or Tatis. That's how I kind of figured it to be. Right. And obviously Josh Hader. So it was going to be Hader and then either Soto and Tatis. And Soto's been with the team all year, um, played in almost every game. And he's a deserving all-star, but like, Yes, Tati should be there. I don't give. I don't want to see Guriel with from the from the Diamondbacks being all star because, no, frankly, I'm sorry, no one would want to watch him over Tatis. Just plain and simple. But you're dealing with um, a player on a team that sucks, and Tatis is having a really good year, but he's also not having this out of this world. Oh my god, year. And that doesn't mean he shouldn't be an all star. But I, I'm not gonna like be that upset about it. Look at it this way: he's pacing for forty and one hundred. If it was a full season, <laughs> okay, it's pretty fucking. And he's good. not an all star. And HW is like just got off suspension for cheating. Come on, well, who cares? Yeah, he's who cares? first of all, we don't even know the full circumstance, but whatever. And I'm not gonna be an apologist because I we really haven't been, but whatever. You can say that he's just getting off suspension for cheating. Well, guess what? He's no longer on the suspension for cheating. He's so actually him like the other players. Yeah, he leads the league in outfield assists. He's played gold glove defense, even though gold glove means shit. And he's been one of the best offensive players in baseball. He should be an all-star. And if this team was better, he would have been an all-star. Well said. All right, guys. Uh, Jim, wait, is my light even on? Yeah, it is. Uh, Jim is gone tomorrow. I want to say Jim's like, where are you? Probably Del Mar. Coronado. <laughs> Oh, must be nice. So Jim will be in Coronado tomorrow night um, sailing with his yacht friends at the America's Cup or whatever. But there will be a wrap-up show tomorrow night with me. There will not be a wrap-up show July 4th, which is my wife's birthday, and it is July 4th, unless something crazy happens with, like, Otani and if oh, there's a if, benches clearing brawl with Otani and Machado. The only way we're doing show. a show on Tuesday is if Otani throws a perfect game. No, I, I think the only way we do a show is if like Otani allows like five home runs. If Joe Musgrove throws a perfect yeah, game like, on Tuesday, we don't do an Angels wrap up show, right? If Joe Musgrove throws a perfect game on Tuesday, <laughs> or we'll if they trade be, for Otani, yeah. if they trade for Otani Tuesday, well, yeah. we will also yeah. do a show. Yeah, but but that's not happening. But John loves to just whatever. I We're will. not doing a show Tuesday. I can't do it now with Otani starting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, but I, we will be here tomorrow night. So here's the deal. 
Please subscribe. We're well past 5,000 now because of you guys. That's awesome. 5,005 at last check. Thank you. If you're here live or on replay, please subscribe. We really do appreciate it. Uh, you guys have helped us get this thing off the ground. And look at us now, 5,000 subscribers. So thank you. Smash the like button for us. You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for your support of our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, Auto Home, Renters Life, Earthquake Insurance Needs. Mark is your guy, Aura, O-R-A dot organic. If you have any nutritional needs, make sure to check out our friends at Aura. Click the link in the description down below. You can get 25% off through July 4th, by the way. Underdog Fantasy, use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. And if you want this, what is this? These overalls. Overalls. Okay? I've never worn overalls in my life until today. If you want these Padres overalls, click the link that is pinned in the top of the chat. Get 10% off by using promo code Wrap up show one zero in all caps. Wrap up show one zero. Ten percent off from our friends at Foco. Pick up a pair of Padres overalls. Angels wrap up show is coming up next. For Jim, I'm John. This has been the Padres wrap up show. <laughs> Dodgers after. <laughs>